Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Oscar Watch Podcast, the podcast where we look back at past Best Picture winners for your reconsideration. I am your host, Stephen Buja, and joining me, as always, the one, the only, Amy Thomason. Amy, how are you doing today? Wonderful. Oscar season. It's not just Oscar season. It is the Oscar. It's the Oscar week. It's Oscar home stretch right now. It's my Super Bowl, man. Seriously, I, I love the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm a Patriots uh, fan. Sad. Uh, uh, but this is also my... I get like two Super Bowls. And very a, close with, together. Within very a lucky. month of each other. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy good. So, uh, folks, we normally discuss uh, the past Best Picture winners, obviously. It's kind of the nature of the show. So we get, to use, we get to have time and we get to have many years between us and what happened to fully reflect on it. But we also have to acknowledge that there is a race happening right now and by george is it ever a race indeed the academy awards the 90th annual academy awards are this sunday hosted by jimmy kimmel and if ever there was a year for just putting a bunch of movies up on a dartboard and throwing at throwing darts at them to pick which one's going to win this is it because while it seems like maybe there's a front runner. There doesn't seem to be a, such a strong front runner as to bully no, its way uh, into um, uh, into into Oscar gold, as it were. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be so fascinating, and we are going we are here going to talk about some of the major Oscar picks with you because we are experts on this. We've seen a lot of Oscars. We know exactly yeah. what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking. <laughs> Actually, because we, we see a lot of old movies, we don't always catch a lot of new movies, as you can hear from our top 10 list of 20, 2017. But uh, so for the record, we will not be handling some of the, I mean, sadly, like the documentary, the short films or like those ones, which to be fair, I'm going to I'm going to say uh, personally, those those are they have those are great movies they are they are there when you get nominated for an oscar you're probably a great movie unless you're the boss baby but <laughs> let's let, let's be real if you are having an oscar party and you include the best documentary short subject this live action short film this animated short film etc you're being a dick because and because i want to stress this that is for the uber players the people who actually have gone out and seen this this is not for your everyday oh i just want to see what happens this is you're you're setting a handicap. It's it's maybe it's for everybody, but let's be real. You may you may have you may if you live in New York, you probably have had it. You've had a chance to go see these. Yeah, they're very hard if to go see. Otherwise, you live in South otherwise. Carolina. No, may, a lot may. of these movies that were nominated just started playing here. Like this past weekend, a movie theater had a uh, Saturday. They played half the Best Picture nominees, and on Sunday they played the other half. And I thought. They wait till the week before to do this, though. But for some of us who have podcasts and need to come up with lists in January, <laughs> this Seriously. is not a help. Right. And uh, by some of us who have all podcasts, I mean everybody has a podcast. Let's be, let's be real. Thank you for thank you for joining mine, by the way, because I know you're like I need a podcast. Why don't I just join somebody else's? 
He's done all the work already. It's fine. It's fine. So we will not be having the animated shorts and whatnot. Uh, check them out. I think sometimes they. I think sometimes Netflix has them or whatnot. But though we are, we're not going to concern ourselves with that. I know, Amy, you don't really want to talk about all of the uh, the tech awards. I'll probably just handle. I'll handle those. I will to... definitely defer to your knowledge and appreciation oh, on I'm this. Just, I'm just, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm winging all of this. I'm like, um, but you have a one. real, you have a real love of, of technical move made movies well, than yeah, I do. Yes, that is that is true. That you is true. see, and you know, you see a lot more action films than I do because you get <laughs> well, you not... you derive more pleasure from them than I do. Well, I mean, action does not necessarily mean technical achievement. Action is actually can be very can be very lazy. What uh, and I will will say that because I went to film school, I appreciate all of the things that go into that go uh, uh, that go into it. So you know, like with visual effects, of course, all of the nominees are big, rah rah, shish kumbab, you know, blow stuff up things. But you know, with like with costume design. Uh, let's let, yeah, let, yeah, let's just start, let's start with costume design. You have Beauty and the Beast, you have Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, and Victoria and Abdul. Those are phenomenally beautiful uh, costumes in there. Phantom Thread is literally about a costume designer. Yes. And uh, it, it's great. You have Darkest Hour, period piece. Victoria and Abdul, period piece. Beauty and the Beast, period piece with that Disney magic. Shape of Water. Uh, the mon the the creature in that was more costume than he was visual effects, and that makes it beautiful. It's uh, you know, it's a lot. With that, I mean, I would probably go with Shape of Water just because it's the it's the front runner, as front runners go. It's the one with the most nominee nominees, and that's usually what we say is the front runner, unless you're the Turning Point, in which case you don't win anything. Or the but, color purple. Or the color or the color purple. Yes, but. Uh, costume design is always funny because usually it's th it's three it's three three films this year it's five uh, and they never play nice with the rest of them along with makeup and hair they can go any way they want and honestly which I like because that a lot of interesting films can win those categories yeah and you can that say, wouldn't normally be a best picture exactly exactly it's it's kind it's kind of nice and with this year in particular and with the way the balloting is nowadays I think there's going to be we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spread the love here in the uh, in the 90th Academy Awards so much. Uh, I do think that because Phantom Thread is going to be shut out of a lot of the major categories. Sorry, Paul Thomas Anderson. I think Friend Phantom Thread is gonna pick up costume design because you know there's this there's this thing where if you make a movie about Hollywood, you're gonna win a lot like La La Land, Argo. Mm -hmm. you know, like there, there there's a whole subgenre of the hooray hooray for Hollywood. Academy Award winners, and if you make a movie about literally a costume designer, and that costume designer happens to be Daniel Day Lewis, I feel like the costumes are going to be well recognized by yes. because because it's not just like Beauty and the Beast has gorgeous costumes. We love them; they're they're straight out of the animated mm -hmm. uh, movie. But this is this is these are the professionals. That can that can really appreciate, and so obviously, and not about. everything is necessarily one of his designs. So all of the other characters still have to have appropriate costumes, and then the couture that he designs, which is interesting. Oh, it, oh. it's great! It's great couture. I was I, I was watching that and just seeing him get ready. I'm like, I need to I need to up my wardrobe game. In like by uh, by a million, his socks alone. I'm like, oh my god, he's 
those are some nice. I want to like pull my socks all the way up to the knees. Like, damn, that's nice. Yeah, so nice. So, so we're so we're already starting. Uh, you know, same with um, same with makeup and hair. Darkest hour. Victorian Abdul, wonder. I think Darkest Hour will, will win this one because you make very svelte, skinny Gary Oldman into pudgy, <laughs> pudgy, Winston, pudgy Winston Churchill. Wonder, which, though. Wonder, yes. The prosthesis on that kid, man, that's hella impressive. And that book is also extremely hot right now. I teach it in middle school. I know of which I speak. That, that is, that so is I true. think that that might pull it for that because he looks nothing like, you know, it's the same little boy from Room, but he, right. that's an amazing prosthesis right. that they uh, did for his face. And who knows, and who knows maybe the makeup and hair would say, fuck it, I'm just going Victoria and Abdul. I'm going to say Darkest Hour, you say Wonder, boom, we already have some contention going on. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> so... um. We'll, we'll we'll jump we'll jump. All right, folks. We we have actually recorded this episode before, but due to certain technical issues on my end, we were <laughs> unable to uh, to do it. So, uh, in the month since we have tried this last, how do you feel about supporting actor? Supporting actor. Let me just refresh my memory. I am upset that Hammer was not nominated. Well, yes. Army Hammer has uh, is so close to being a thing that he has uh, sadly been de- been denied. And he's away. another one, and I think it's almost. I feel like as an actor, he gets taken for granted because he's so good looking, he's so <laughs> tall, he's so handsome, and it just seems like he could ride on that, but he doesn't. And I also think he should have won for best supporting actor or even been nominated for the Social Network, oh. which I think <sighs> maybe he's nominated. And James I... Garfield is great, but. Not going to go off on that tangent right now. Right. Sam Rockwell, I believe, is going to win. Yes, Sam Rockwell. And that's for... really the Sam Rockwell. Okay. You, you, and you... I thought it was good. People have all these issues with this movie. Oh, they do. And we will definitely talk about them. You don't feel like Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell, by both being nominated for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, will split the vote, allowing for uh, Willem Dafoe to sneak in there from the Florida project. Having not seen it, you can, you can speak to Willem You Dafoe's. should see it. I know. I think, I really think all of these actors were great. I haven't seen all the money in the world, but Christopher Plummer, I love you. Right. Christopher, Christopher, and I'm sure that he was amazing. Like, I don't have to see it. I know he was good in that, in that right. movie. Right. Christopher Plummer got nominated because he came in a month before the movie was released, filmed for eight days and, and just nailed it. He, that's like, that, that's more of a story than the performance, which, I'm exactly. sure the performance is great, but um, um, yeah, Sam Rockwell's got all. Sam Rockwell has got a lot of. Uh, he's got a lot of the love. He's also gotten some heat just because this is the, uh, this is the this is the world we live in. Sam Rockwell did win the SAG award for this. In fact, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, won a whole bunch of the SAG awards. But in this climate, in this atmosphere, who is to say what that will translate to? It used to be. If you win the SAG, if you win the DGA, if you win the BAFTA, you're going, you're a shoe in. But you know they three billboards won the SAG and the BAFTA. It yet it's nobody, nobody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about Shape of Water, which has won the DGA, but also has its own controversy. People are, people are, it's people are. It's 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 not just the quality of the movie. It's how the movie relates to the current atmosphere and 
I think every I think everyone is mad at every single movie for one reason or another, which is throwing it all and all into the air. It really and it brings you again. Do you separate the art from the artist, or can you separate awarding an actor who's playing an evil character? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like to not vote for Sam Rockwell because his character is an asshole is in my opinion stupid. Right. <laughs> like, but I mean yeah, yeah, but like but for for the last century Hollywood has gotten by on it's the art it's the art not the not the artist and it's Exactly. They and gave it, it to Maximilian Schell for best actor and he played the defending lawyer for Nazis and he won. Right. No, well, no, well, no, I, I know it's, it's 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 not about that. It's about now it's about now it's the we're we're starting to be like you know what? Maybe the art. Maybe if the artist is shitty, we shouldn't support the uh, support the art. If you get it, so it's it's be it's mm-hmm. become beyond just the who you know how powerful the performance is. And Sam Rockwell, by every definition, gives a great and nuanced performance. And yes. it's funny. It's it's funny. It's 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 heartbreaking at times. It's it's great, but very realistic. There are people in the world who are like that. Yes, yes, there are. But is that is that really what they is that what is that what shall I say? Woke film Twitter wants to see happen because that's really what film Twitter is nowadays. They're woke as fuck. But will the rest of the academy, which is still overwhelmingly older and whiter, and from of a different time, want to buck the trend and give it to uh, Sam Rockwell, or will they want to go like, uh, or you know, that is a trend, or give it to like Richard Jenkins because Richard Jenkins is is. Uh, beautiful in the shape of water, and he was wonderful. He was so wonderful. He was wonderful. So great, but we'll see. And I'm, so is Michael Shannon, right? So um, I was kind of—I thought he could have been nominated. Yeah, um, Richard, Richard Jenkins—he just got that, got that loveliness to him. Uh, I've, I, but you wonderful. know, what? but you know, what? we got to move along. I'm gonna—I'm I'm sticking with Sam Rockwell. I think he. I Me think too. I think I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna go. Supporting actress. Is the battle of the bad moms, oh. <laughs> which is really, which really comes down to Allison Janney for I Tanya or Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird. I wouldn't put Laurie Metcalf in the bad mom, mom category. She was a okay. strong, strong mother. Strong. Okay, okay, okay. The difficult, Just the di- difficult, difficult mom. mother let's go, relationship. Let's get difficult mother. Difficult mother. There we go. And it is hard because your emotions are different. You love Laurie Metcalf. I've loved her since she was on Roseanne. Like, I love her, and I'm not a big Bang Theory person, but she's great on that show. She is a, another one who is consistently excellent. Yes. And I like. I feel like if I ever met her, I'd want to hug her. So if she won, I would be totally happy. Right. Alice Janney, like I said, beginning of the movie, I, Tanya, everyone has their little moment where they're talking to the camera, and in her little tiny spiel, I was like, she's going to be nominated and probably win. Probably win. And she, she's one of, she's Alice Janney, she's one of the best. One of, Another one. One of, one of, one of her greatest treasures. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, Intense I, I Hate About You was the guidance counselor. She was oh, hilarious sure. and funny and made that part more than it needed to be. Yeah. See, and she's CJ Craig in The West Wing, one of the best shows Which of all time. Which is why my mother loves her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, so I like I'm I'm pro I'm pro Metcalf here because I've seen uh, I've seen Lady Bird. I don't think Octavia Spencer, her role was not that much in The Shape of Water. Leslie Manville is great in Phantom Thread. As uh, as Daniel Day Lewis's old so and so, his his sister, but uh, she 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 play, oh you would lo- you would love Leslie Manville. She's got a Mrs. Danvers from Rebecca thing going on down tight. It is beautiful to watch her 
just take people down. It's great. You'd love it. And call back to Mrs. Danvers. She was robbed of that Oscar. Yes, she was. See, she was, in my opinion, the best thing in the movie, Rebecca. I would agree. wasn't wasn't the biggest fan of Rebecca myself. Not know. a huge fan of it, and much. I you had picked it as it should have won that year. I tend to disagree. There were a lot better movies, in my opinion, that came out in 1940. Mm, but if Mary Jane Blige won now. for Mudbound, which I didn't see, I'm all about. I'm all about that. Yeah, I wouldn't she, be upset. She's great. If she's, uh, she's great. But uh, you know, I'm 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 Laurie Metcalf. Laurie Metcalf all the way. You're Allison Janney. You sticking with that? I want Laurie Metcalf to win. I think Allison Janney's going to win. And I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be like, what? That's insane. What were they thinking? She was amazing in that movie. She was so funny. Okay. All right. Well, so funny. Uh, come, come Sunday night, we will see who is wrong and who is right. Uh, let's, let's, move, let's, let's switch track a little bit. Best animated feature. We're both parents. We both like going to see the animated movies. There are five nominees this year, which is very strange. You haven't seen any of them? Of which I have not seen any, so seen any? Okay. I, I will defer to you. All right. Well, well, okay, we'll go. It's The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent. Uh, the Loving Vincent soundtrack is by Clint Mansell. It's fucking amazing. My parents played it for me when last time I was, last time I was up. It's great. Uh, no chance. It's Although the animation style is done like a uh van gogh painting it's done you know, like cool. all, it's, it's, it's gorgeous no chance of it neither with the breadwinner unfortunately these movies uh this category does tend to go to the big popular film and that is undoubtedly coco i'm gonna say coco straight up uh that that'll which win. i heard was really good oh coco is wonderful and it is also breathtakingly beautiful the animation is uh, astounding. So it's so so it's not like it's like oh this is just a really great looking movie, but there's no story. It's got it's got everything to it and some pretty good music. Ferdinand, I doubt it. Boss Baby, what? I don't get the I, I don't get the whole Boss Baby craze thing that just hit us last. But when year. people kept talking about the movie Baby Driver, I'm like, is that some stupid movie where a baby's driving a car? I couldn't get past the title of that movie. <laughs> Wow, you should you should check out Baby Driver. It's 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 good time. It's good time. But there is one thing that is missing from this list, which is a uh, it's a travesty of the highest order. One of the worst things to happen to the Academy Awards in years, in years, I tell you. And that is the lack of literally the second best Batman movie of all time, the Lego Batman movie. Why is that not nominated? You have Ferdinand. Nobody saw Ferdinand. Nobody saw it. And don't give me this. Well, it came out in February because Get Out came in February or March, and that was nominated for Best Picture. Why wasn't Lego Batman movie nominated for Animated Feature? Come on. I, Academy, what's going on there? Still, it's Coco all the way. I don't know. If you'd like to defer to, defer to that, that's great. We'll just. I will defer to that. Okay. See Coco. I think your kids would really like it. Both your your own children and your students. It's uh it's a great yes. it's a great way to, it's it's a great introduction to other cultures as well. Uh, if that is a if that no, is a thing that is important to anyone out there, like do check it out. Do check it out. Um, one, uh, we're not we're not talking about best foreign language film. Although I hear a fantastic woman is great because it's very timely. It's about a, a transgendered person. Although I hear it's not actually like that great a movie, but it's very timely and, and, and wonderful. We will move on to 
film editing. Film, uh, film editing and cinematography are one of those categories where it seems like you need to have been nominated in that as well as Best Picture in order to really make a, uh, make a, make a run of it at Best Picture. The film editing this year is Baby Driver, your favorite title of 2017. Terrible. The fact that his name is Baby means I can't ever see this movie. Like, that's... There's a, a grown man named Baby. I, I can... I know myself. You gotta see the movie. There's a, a, a giant, giant... Johnny Depp played a... You know, he played that... He played Baby once in a movie he where he's... He played Cry Baby. Cry Baby. Whatever. It's fine. And uh, I don't think that was his name. Maybe this is not his name. There's there's maybe an absolutely great reason he's he's called Baby in in the movie. We'll see. Anyway, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, uh, the Christopher Nolan World War II movie, I Tanya. Uh, for I Tanya to get in on this with this crowd makes me think I got to see I Tanya because that sounds I like still can't believe you haven't seen it yet. I there were a lot of really cool like stop motion things and. It really is very, very cool. Yeah, uh, you have The Shape of Water and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Now, uh, Shape of Water, if it's going to make a run of it and it's possible, this could definitely do it. It's a very, it's, it's a very competently edited uh, movie. It moves. It moves so well. There's not there's uh, there's very little fat on it uh, at all. But it's also very, also that and three billboards are very traditional in how they how they cut together. Which is why I have to say the the chutzpah on behalf of Lee Smith, who edited Dunkirk for Christopher Nolan, in keeping these three timelines of various lengths, varying lengths, together in a in a as cohesive a narrative as one can possibly manage for something like that, and for the tension he uh, he Lee Smith builds for. Some of these uh, these horrifying scenes of like a submarine attack. Uh, I, I I want to say that if Dunkirk does not pick up uh, the major awards, it's going to pick up a ton of the technical awards because it is one hundred percent absolutely a uh, one of the most technically flawless films I've ever seen. So I'm going to I'm going to have to say Dunkirk for film editing. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you on this. Because that's all I've heard about Dunkirk. I it's not on my list no, that's fine. at all. Any kind of a list. But this is the kind of award movies like Dunkirk should win. Yes. Or Baby Driver. Right. I, I absolutely agree. I, I watched Dunk- the I, opening of Baby Driver on, you know, on like YouTube or something because it's yeah. available on YouTube. So. Um, and I was like, wow, it's real fast and yeah, but all still, that kind it's of still stuff. coherent. So it's... I'm not, I might not want to see Dunkirk, but I'm not going to begrudge it or say, oh yeah, it's a crappy movie. I, it's just not an, it's not an Amy movie. It's not, it's not an Amy movie. Yeah, okay. And uh, so on that note, we're going to go sound editing, sound mixing, and production design, which also is a very tech heavy award for tech heavy movies dunkirk this is going to be the steven buja yes yes. (laughs) dunkirk is uh probably has a has a chance of picking up both sound editing and sound mixing it can be very loud at time almost painfully so and that's absolutely a deliberate choice i think although shape of water could could make a run for it although personally if i were like if i were determining all this i would give i think every award to blade runner 2049 (laughs) 
because uh, that movie was just astounding. But uh, Dunkirk just has has a lot of that heat uh, com- coming coming into this, I think. Uh, so sound editing, sound mixing, definitely to Dunkirk. Production design, probably Shape of Water, because that has this great retro feel to it. And the, the whole the whole motif uh, really works well for the shape of it's water. So, I think that's a- it's so lovely. And as far as sound goes, I love it because it is very it's a very quiet movie. It is. And so it almost makes you feel like you're submerged in water because yeah. everything's kind of muted. Definitely. And flowing. It's it's so it's so interesting. It's just so beautifully done. It's very beautifully done. Too. Uh, can you do you want to comment on music? Not really. No, really? Okay. Again, for to Mr. Steven Pugh. All right. Well, I will say original. Okay, I will say of the scores, I'm not entirely sure. Although it would be great if Star Wars won again. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri, I think, has a good chance of that. Although the Phantom Thread music is by Johnny Greenwood, it would be great for somebody from Radiohead to win an Academy Award. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna Agreed. go. I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with The Shape of Water, Alexandra Desplat. Uh, original score is a great one for a Best Picture winner to pick mm-hmm. up. It just sort of happens. But original song, let's be real. It's not. It's the only song. This is going to be the only winner. Is This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, which is which, a movie I love. That, I am upset that that movie did not get nominated for more awards. I it could it could it could have it could have hung in with a lot of the technical awards. I think I you know what. It's is it a great movie? Probably not. Could they have done better with the actual true story of uh, P.T. Barnum? Sure, they could. This is like this is absolutely this is the complete whitewash maudlin version of, of P.T. Barnum. But god damn it, I love this. I love that soundtrack so much. I love it more than La La Land. La La Land everybody it, does. It's, everybody it's I just, know does. It's just so fun. And and this is me. It's this great. It's this great, you know, if I were a 15-year-old drama girl, this would be like, I'm like, this, this, is, this, this is the rent. This is my rent. This is my rent. This is my Wicked. This is my Hamilton right here. It's got these songs that just make me want to go, fuck yeah. I'm, like, things, things And also great. a 35-year-old male podcaster. Woo! That's me. I was definitely, I was definitely singing those songs by the... Uh, of course, because you have, because they're good. They are. They are very like good. Like I said before, I like musicals. Not all musicals are created equal, though. True, that I don't like them all. I'm not that much of I'm I'm enough of a fan that I can definitely discern the singing in the rains from the Gigi's. Yes. Um. Uh, finally, the the last tech award will will comment on best cinematography is uh, a thoroughly stacked and also historic uh, category this year because Rachel Morrison. After 90 years, a woman has finally been nominated for Best Cinematography for her work in the beautiful-looking Mudbound. Uh, that alone, I think, in, in addition to Mudbound being just a uh, very gorgeous film, is enough for it to win it. However, Roger Deakins has been nominated damn near 20 times, has never won an Academy Award, getting up there in age, and Blade Runner 2049 is the most visually splendid film I saw last year. I talked about it at length. It's my number one film of 2017. 
And if Blade Runner wins anything, anything, anything at all this this Sunday, it has to be cinematography. It's too it's it's so good you're almost you're almost overwhelmed by it you're like i can it's the kind of thing you go i can see what you're doing i know what you're trying to do it's very obvious it's not it's not you're you're calling attention to yourself but i don't care because it's it's beautiful and i want that to win so so very much it's gonna be great so uh yeah i'm gonna so i'm I'm gonna buck trent and say blade runner 2049 there boom i'm thinking I, I like your reasoning there, so if that wins, I won't be upset. It would be nice if a woman won. Yes. But I don't necessarily want it to be a token one either, because then people will be like, oh, it's just a token one. But it'd be nice for women in film. It's it still would. a very male-dominated industry. Especially, especially, we give so much, we want, uh, we want more women directors, we want more women writers, but there are so many below-the-line jobs out there that are still completely male dominated like cinematography like um like like original scores and whatnot that yeah we need, we need to we need representation in all of them you know where women kick ass which i didn't really think about until i saw pat and i was also about um editing yes and they, he and he pointed out uh all martin scorsese movies which are great. unbelievably edited woman yep thelma lawrence of arabia was edited by a woman so those great cool shots and cuts mm-hmm. we give all the credit yes what's his it, name you make it, you make it. yeah edited David by Lee. a woman and he said he said leave it a man just films and films and films and films and films and films but the woman's got to pick up all the pieces and put it together that's and i was like <laughs> but yes and um but it's a shape getting back to cinematography shape of water was beautiful that final image it really haunting yeah so uh we'll we'll see okay uh i mean watch it be like dunkirk or something like all right all right see that i if any of these if any of these movies win blade runner darkest hour dunkirk mudbound or shape of water that seems like yeah yeah that makes sense i got you no no problem there no problem okay Moving on to the ones where Amy Thompson can finally be a part of this conversation. Yay! What do you know about writing? Which one do you want to tackle first, original or adapted? I'm trying to look at my list here. Uh, let's look at adapted. Let's look at adapted screenplay. The adapted screenplay nominees this year are Call Me By Your Name, The, D- the Disaster Artist, Logan, what up Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, Molly's I know what Game, your pick's going to be. And Mudbound. Ah, do you? Do you really know what is it? Am I going to say Logan? No, I'm not going to say Logan. You know why? Interesting. James, James Ivory of Merchant Ivory fame, 90 something years old, has never won an Academy Award. One of the that uh, is wrong. One of the one of one of the great legends of Hollywood. Call me by your name will not win Best Picture or really anything else, but it will pick up adapted screenplay. That's what I was. That's my pick as well. Yeah, yeah. that's how, that's what we're talking about. Would because it be, that also looks like a beautiful movie. I I, I really want to see it. It seems uh, so great, and I I do love Army Hammer. I do, but uh, absolutely, you know, it, it's there's no it's no contest. The Disaster Artist, Logan, Molly's Game, Mudbound. I'm they're like Logan's Logan is great. Molly's Game. It's Aaron Sorkin, so he's going to be in the mix no matter what. He even directed that movie, but it is. Call me by your name. This is actually the, I think this is 
maybe the most sure thing at the Academy Awards this year. It's Call Me By Your Name, picking up adapted screenplay. Because you move to original screenplay, you have The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know any of those movies could win. Uh, Martin McDonough has picked up a whole bunch of Academy Awards, uh, uh, awards outside of this, BAFTAs, SAGs, Golden Globes, etc. for three Tony billboards. Awards. He's, he is... He is a writer first and foremost. The Shape of Water has a very relevant movie. It's Guillermo del Toro. I honestly don't think he's going to win because he's going to win another another category. But you also have Get Out and Lady Bird, which are maybe two and three, depending on the day you are talking about them. Yeah, really. In terms of this movie could potentially win a whole lot, could win the big, the whole enchilada, the big one, the big one. And yeah, even the big sick. Ah, if that's the only movie that if that wins, I'm gonna be pissed. So, so I anyway. will be pissed. I like Martin McDonough. I've loved him since I read uh, oh, the Irish play. Beauty Queen of Lanan. Oh, okay. Um, Lady Bird was beautiful and totally reminded me of my youth. Right. The Shape of Water was a hauntingly beautiful and completely original, interesting film. The Big Sick looks like, seems like it was written by a very clever graduate student. Which, it fills which, the um, Juno slot. It fills the um, Little Miss Sunshine slot. It fills the Fargo slot. It is not Fargo. It is not any of those other movies. It is not as amazing as every single person on the planet seems to think that it is. Right. I mean, to be fair, none of these movies are Fargo. Fargo's not No, <laughs> but it's, it's, they don't seem like they were written by someone who is 19 years old and this is their first try at writing a screenplay either. Oh. Like, I, some... I can't... It just seems very sophomoric, oh, if wow. you will. Oh, man. I, I really want Big Sick to win. I just Because I just want your reactions next week for when this happens. <laughs> Um, so for original screenplay and thinking about how this is all going to break down I'm going to say that I think what with all of the, the the backlash that three billboards is getting I think it's either get out or ladybird and honestly where's my coin I'm going to flip heads ladybird I'm going out. with ladybird and that's my lock heads ladybird I, I think okay. that to there get is. out is a very good movie. I I think Lady Bird is going to win, and I think it should be the winner. I think I think so too, and I think it, what it, I think what it might, may, may come down to is it's uh, it's got a slightly more universal theme. Everyone's gone to uh, everyone's been a teenager and gone to high school and like been been an artist. If you're in the academy, you are probably an artist, unless you're one of the producers. Uh, and it's kind of, it's a little more, it's easier to get into, especially if you are one of the Academy members who are overwhelmingly white. Whereas Get Out makes you go, oh, yeah, that was good, but I feel like there, there are definitely some politicking in there, which is why I think Lady Bird will pick it up. We give Greta Gerwig her her Oscar and she deserves it. And that movie also is the Little Miss Sunshine Juno type of a movie, right? But except it's good, better. It's not so stupid and written by like, hey, this is my 
thesis to graduate college in playwriting. Big sick. Ugh. Okay. I really don't want that to win Moving on, shall we, to Best (laughs) Director. Best Directors, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele, Get Out, Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Let's toss out PTA, okay? We lo- I love yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. He is an incredible filmmaker. He's one of the most influential uh, indie artists of this generation. All of his movies have at least something to really appreciate if you don't love them outright. Uh, Greta Gerwig, you've won, you've, you've won screenplay in our, in our world. We're, we're, t- we're taking you out. Jordan Peele, that's, you are, is, this is your direct, directorial debut. Fantastic. No. It is Christopher Nolan, the director's director, versus Guillermo del Toro, one of the three caballeros, for the shape of water, as much as this is this surprisingly is Christopher Nolan's first Academy Award nomination. He's not nominated for any of the Batman's Inception, one of the best action movies of the decade, or the flawed but still hey he swung for the rafter he swung for the the cheap sheets Interstellar. But all that all that is said, shape this is this is Guillermo del Toro's time to shine. It is also great because it is a technically powerful movie, greatly directed, and he is not a white guy. So, yeah, I think I I agree with you, but I would also be happy if Greta Gerwig won because I think this is a really beautifully directed movie. And I think if you watched it, and we're going to get into this a little later, the performances that she got really capture life. Yes. Really, really capture that. And I think that's one of the strengths of the movie. It's not Dunkirk, which is, you know, I don't begrudge Christopher Nolan, but I'm not really into his movies, but I respect that. So if he won, I'd be like, yeah. But I'd be really happy if Credit Gerwig won or Guillermo del Toro because his films are technically amazing. And they also really have a lot of heart and a lot of power there. Right. And it, he's kind of he's kind of owed. His two buddies, Alfonso Cuarón and uh, Inaritu, uh, have won three Oscars between them. Inaritu twice and Cuarón for Gravity. Uh, very recently, they're they're kind of like the big thing in in, in Mexican cinema. And so Pan's it, Labyrinth still makes me weep Pan's every time I watch it. I, and I watch it a lot. I think I, I I really like his Spanish language stuff. Pan's Labyrinth has surprisingly been leaving me cold. And a lot of Del Toro's recent output, outside of Shape of Water, has been inferior. Like the more I, the more I think about Pacific Rim, I'm like, this is not a good movie. Crimson Peak is absolutely terrible. And I've, I've, I've kind of like, I, I was really hesitant to go in to see the Shape of Water. I'm like, I'm going to be disappointed again. I was not. But uh, he, 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 he earned, he earned, he earned my trust again with the Shape. I of went water. in thinking it was going to be like literally a steaming pile of crap. Because I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, this looks like the most ridiculous movie ever. And then at the end, when they're like, from the creator of Pants Labyrinth, I was like, what? And then it started getting all these great reviews, and I was like, oh, maybe I should just shut up and see the movie. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Ah." A lot of the times, that is the best thing to do. Best thing to do. 
All right, moving on because we uh, we got three more categories left. We'll go lead actor, Timothy Chalamet. Call me, call me by your name. The one, the only Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread. Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Denzel, we're knocking you off. Nobody, nobody saw that. Nobody cares. Everyone said it's a weird movie. It's a weird performance. You're just on there because you're Denzel. We could put other folks on there, like Army Hammer. Like Tom Hanks, whatever, gone. You're, yes! you're done. You're done. Yes. You're done. Um, this is Timothy Chalamet, also gone. You're twenty something. You play. I I I I assume you're playing like kind of a an an intelligista douchebag like you did in Lady Bird. I just wanted to strangle you because I was you. He plays when like a growing. Brianna. Yes. Oh, I was like fuck. I'm totally <laughs> you saw so I, much of yourself. I did. I was like, oh shit. I was such an asshole. But, That's uh, how I felt watching Lady Bird too. I was like, "Why did why did my mother not like throw me out of the house?" I was so obnoxious back then. I was I was the worst. But uh, this comes down to uh, potential, probably very much the last performance of three-time Academy Award-winning actor Daniel Day Lewis in *Phantom Thread*, and winning all the awards for his role as Winston Churchill. Gary Oldman and it's a toss-up and I, the Academy does love Daniel Day-Lewis they, they, re, they really obviously. like him obviously because he was great in Lincoln what what which is on Netflix now by the way Excellent. and I still won't watch it <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going uh I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go on trend here and say Gary Oldman Darkest Hours is gonna is gonna he is one of the he's one of those actors you're like he is so he elevates everything he is in, whether he's a supporting actor, even in Schlock like the Fifth Element, he's the best part. He's the best part of My so many movies. My husband really likes that movie. Oh. And that's one of those technical costume makeup movies oh, that would no. never win Best Picture, no, but no, no, was no. brilliant with costume and makeup. Oh, it's, it's I love that movie so much. It's great. It's great. Oh, um, my husband loves it. And yeah. He's like, why won't you see it? And I'm like, Yeah, I will yeah. one day, maybe. Yeah. You'll get there. You'll get there. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. How about you? Do you, do you Gary Oldman is 100% going to win, and here's why. As much as the Academy loves Daniel Day-Lewis, he has not always won. He That's did true. not win for Gangs of New York, which is one of the best movie characters he ever, anyone's ever played. Bill the Butcher, yeah. He's yeah, I mean, great. he... I was shocked when he didn't win, so there are times they will not necessarily pick him for a win even when he gives an amazing performance gary oldman but i you know my heart i kind of like timothy chalamet and it would be very sweet if he won but i do think it's going to be gary oldman i really do think it's a lock daniel day lewis is just going to have to dry his eyes on his other three academy awards Can but if they him? gave it to Adrian Brody over for the pianist over him for playing Bill the Butcher in Gangs of New York, which still kills me. I don't know. Brody's great in that. The pianist is uh, for all for all the all the pro- the problematic issues with it because because it's a Polanski film. Pianist is a great fucking movie. Oh no, and I'm not I'm not knocking it, but just Bill. I mean, he just if they're gonna give it to uh, Angela Weber, excuse me, Daniel Lewis. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? They, uh, they've yeah. in the past they've recognized other great performances over his really iconic performances. Right. He hasn't always won. That's, that's true. my point. That's true. So there's that's a chance true. he might not win again. 
All right. All well, right. I mean, this is this is potentially his last uh, his his last try. So we'll see. And on he shouldn't Sunday. have went to Lincoln. Sorry. Christian American Hustle. No, American Hustle wins nothing. It won nothing. I'm so happy when that happened. Lead actress, moving on, moving on. Lead actress. This is the category everyone's excited about. Sally Hawkins, Shape of Water, Francis McDormand, Three Billboards, Margot Robbie, Itania, Circa Ronan, Searcha Ronan, Lady Bird, Meryl Streep, The Post, Meryl. uh, You were great in it. I love you. No, Uh, it's any of these other four ladies could possibly win. What do you think? I completely agree with you. I think every performance, I don't think Meryl's going to win, so I'm not going to pick her, even though, Meryl, I love you. You, of course, were perfection. Oh, of course. You, 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 but you, we expect that from you. You're Meryl Streep. Yeah, I love, yeah, we're bored. <laughs> Give a crappy performance. No, um, <laughs> I'm rooting for, I think it's going to be Frances McDormand for the win. Me too. I, it, Saoirse Ronan is amazing. And if you didn't know better, you'd think she was a 15-year-old American high school student. You yeah. would not think that she was anything other than the wise wife of her character. Right. Lady I, 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 I hear her talk in her native Welsh accent. I go, what? Because she, yeah. do, she does voice, she does accents supremely well. I'm like, oh, she's totally American. Like, nope. No, she's not. This is I don't know it's, what she's saying right now. Okay, this is cool. It's like that British actor, Damien Lewis. Oh, I love him. Who my oh. husband saw, whatever it is, Band of Brothers. Uh-huh. And I only know him as a British actor. So he's like, he's British? Are you kidding me? It's and I'm so like, weird. Yeah. It's, he's like, I had not a clue at all. Yeah. And Just, this is the same thing. And he pulls off being a teenager so well. On the strength, she's on the strength not of the screen overly, She's not overly obnoxious. You know what I mean? She really has that blend of moments where you want to love her, moments where you're like, what are you thinking? Why are you being such a bitch? Right. And then times where you're like, oh my gosh, I totally understand. You get the entire range and nuance of being an American teenager. And I, I would love for her to win. I don't think she's going to. No. And Margot Robbie was awesome. I loved that movie. That was so much fun. I don't think she's going to win, but she's amazing. Right. And and, and it also with Sally Hawkins, who does who says so much <laughs> by saying saying nothing at all. She uh, she acts with her literally all of her body and her eyes and her hands and it's And you it's just want to take care of her. Like you just want to like build a power and like put her in there and like take care of her and give her like truffles every day to eat because she's so charming and pretty and delicate and fragile hard, hard, i believe hard boiled eggs we should we should, we should give her but um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say francis uh, what everyone can agree on in three billboards outside ebbing missouri is that problematic issues aside about race about sam rockwell about the fact that it's a british british guy writing about america and kind of missing the point is that francis mcdormand is amazing and she absolutely is um so like I think she's won she's won the BAFTA she's won the Golden Globe she's won a lot of things she won the SAG award for this role I I have to say it's her if anyone else wins though it's I'm totally yeah. fine with it but I'm I'm going with I'm, I'm locking in Frances McDormand but if Sersha if Sersha Ronan wanted to come in and swipe that and guarantee the uh, and the, if Sersha Ronan wins for Lady Bird Lady Bird is absolutely winning Best Picture. Uh, and I, I also fine. think Saoirse Ronan's the only other person who even has a chance, though. You know what I mean? I th- I, 
Yeah, I think so. But like Margot Robbie was great. She's not going to win. No, no, she's not. No, she's not. Meryl Streep's hundred percent not going to win. The, 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 the thing about Meryl Streep is Meryl, Meryl Streep never elevates the material. She picks great material, and just by virtue of being Meryl Streep, she's like she makes it great. Friends, like Saoirse Ronan, she ele- like it's great material that she makes greater in Lady Bird because that performance is wonderful. But it's still not Frances McDormand. Like Frances McDormand is a very actorly showy. I sort of love Frances McDormand. Oh, she's so she's much. the best. And plus, also, you know what? I, you know, what I think it is. I think people want to know what she's gonna say when she wins because that lady has got a mouth. She's got opinions, and she ain't afraid to share. And them. she has a brain. Yeah, and she's 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 and she's married to one of the Conan Conan Cohen brothers, <laughs> is she not? I I don't know. I don't follow. I really think she's married to one of them because she's in a lot of their movies too. But well, I, I mean, think you know, in a lot of if you I mean, live but, with but, one of them, you're going to be well spoken. Yeah, like by that by that measure, George Clooney is in a, is married to one of the Cohen brothers because he's in all of them. So whatever. No, I legitimately think she is. I though know. I think I remember reading that somewhere. Right. But okay, so we, so we're moving on. To best picture, the nine nominees: Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. The fi- there are in olden days there used to be five, so we are going to remove The Post. We are going to remove Darkest Hour. We are sadly going to remove Phantom Thread, and finally, I think we have to remove Call Me by Your Name, leaving us Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird. Shape of Water. Interesting, because I would have taken out Get Out no, and no, Call no, Me no. By Your Name and left The Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Lady Bird, and The Post. Okay, okay. Well, like I would think that those are much more the traditional Oscar winners, but that's just my opinion. Those are, those are, I'm, I'm, I'm saying in traditional years, yes, but I'm saying if there were only five for this particular yeah, 2017, hashtag, think, hashtag Me Too, hashtag everything. Chance. I think I know. I think I think Get Out because Get Out has the best story, first time director, most successful film ever by a uh, black director. Speaks to many of the issues we have going on in this country right now. Is uh, a great horror film on top of all of the uh, historical and racial subtext. Uh, really great. And it's got a it's got an amazing Catherine Keener and Bradley Ritford, if I do say so myself. Catherine Keener, who could have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress too, she was excellent, and yes. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great movie. This is okay. So right now, uh, in my in my rankings, it's <sighs> Shape of Water, Lady Bird, Get Out, Three Billboards, Dunkirk is what is what is what I see really happening. Yeah. Like that's like that's the five that's the five as they were going in. It, but they've they've just been jockeying back and forth. Sometimes Dunkirk's on top. Sometimes three billboards after the uh, the BAFTA win is on top. But I, mm-hmm. you know, BAFTAs are such a great indicator of who's going to win. But not like that was then. This is now. It's a whole new ball game we got going on. I don't think three billboards is going to do it. Shape of Water still seems like it has the strongest legs, but I just have this sneaking sense of things. And it's uh, and it's this is just this is just a feeling because historical data says it's, ba- it's basically three billboards. I think Lady Bird might actually take Best Picture. That would be awesome. I think it's going to be Lady Bird or The Shape of Water. Yeah, I I would agree. I, th- I think I think Lady Bird is going to pick up two. Lady Bird is going to pick up Best Picture, and it's going to pick up screenplay. Nothing else. I think the only, I think Shape of Water will take a 
well, Shape of Water will have it's either Shape of Water or Dunkirk having the best night, but neither will pick up best. Uh, yeah. Best picture, although Shape of Water was absolutely getting best director. Uh, but it, but like like Mad Max from a couple of years ago, it's going to be the big winner. Shut up! I saw that. It's going to be it's going to be <laughs> the big winner in terms of total number. So it's won like a lot of bronze medals at the Olympics, whereas Lady Bird picks up the solid gold medal. That is really what uh, really what's really what counts. But I mean, any of like I haven't seen Darkest Hour, but like if any of these movies won, I'd be like, yeah, okay, this is it's such a weird great year. And that's why it we call, and that's why we call this a dartboard because you just every movie has a strength that it could exploit. Although I do, although I do think the the only way the post would win is that in the next twenty four hours or so, literally every male who directed one of these other movies or actor is accused of sexual harassment, and we find out that Greta Gerwig was running a sex sex cult yes. ring in her apartment. That is literally the only way the post would somehow manage to win, which is which is insane because I believe the ballots have already been sent in and they are already locked in. Price Waterhouse Coopers has them; they know who's winning, and we are going to find out on Sunday. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we're thinking we, we we're, we're thinking Lady Bird right now. Thinking Lady. Yes. Bird. This is this yes. is so weird. It's but so... I still wouldn't be surprised if three billboards won. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be the surprised. The only ones I I'd really be like. Shocked. I would be shocked if Call Me By Your Name won. Me too. Like, I would, like, and get out, and I'm not dumping on the movie. I loved the movie. I went in thinking, again, it was going to be crappy. It's amazing, and it's, it's clever, movie. and it it's it's marketed like a horror movie, but it's so much more than that, and all the performances were great, and the other dude from the one who plays the girl's father, the other guy from that Bradley, Aaron Sorkin show. Bradley Whitford? Yes, him. If he he could have been nominated for best supporting the actor. The other guy from that Aaron Sorkin show. You mean the West Wing? I didn't watch. Oh, I've <laughs> okay, never seen fine. it. Yeah, but I've read. I've seen a lot of memes. Yeah. Okay. There, there, there's a part of me that wants three billboards outside Emmy, Missouri, to win just so Twitter can eat itself because Twitter would be so mad if three billboards won that I just want to see it happen. Um, but Jim, again. Shape of Water looks like it looks like it, it could win, but man, Ladybird's so good. Ladybird's got such it's got that great feeling that you still It's got a lot of heart. It's got and a lot, I think it's got a lot of heart. That. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of critical consensus behind it. It's, it's a rough year. It's an ugly year, and maybe like nineteen seventy six, we need to pick something with some optimism in it. We do. As but, opposed to like a network or all the president's men, yeah. which are just like the world sucks and it's a terrible place. And we went for Rocky. So maybe instead of the other movies, right, which right, remind right. you what a crappy world we live in. We need a ladybird or yeah. a shape of water. Or a shape of or see, finding see, beauty see, in an ugly, shape, shape in an of ugly water, place. Shape of water is exactly is exactly it. Shape of water is a great a great representation of of twenty seventeen. I don't know. Nobody knows. People, this is this is the it's crazy prognostication. We are just basic. We're basically Nate Silver saying, of course Hillary's going to win, and then not happening. As we're all mad at Nate Silver now. We don't know. Nobody knows. We're going to find out this Sunday, 8 p.m. on, I believe, CBS. Is that it? With uh, with Jimmy Kimmel hosting. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to. I am I am always excited about the Oscars. This year I am yes. so excited about the Oscars because I don't know what's going to happen. Sometimes you just know. Sometimes you just know that Slumdog is going to run away with it. 12 Years a Slave is going to run away with it. 
Nobody's gonna run away with anything. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a that's race. That's why it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be good. It's because there's such a, a widespread of excellent movies yeah. with lots of different perspectives being shown, and I think that's what's great about this year. That's what, and uh, and we look forward to figuring out what one of our next, or actually what three of our next episodes are going to be about: best picture, best foreign language, and best animated, because. Lord knows we need more we need more content on this show and we're looking forward to that. So if you want to disagree with us, feel free to write us an email at Oscarwatchpodcast at gmail.com and tell us your thoughts and opinions at Oscarwatchpod on the social media. And you can write to Amy Thomason directly at A Thomason11 on Twitter. Oh yeah. And next week. We will give you the Oscars wrap-up as well before diving right back into 1950 where we will talk, for your reconsideration, the great film about film, Sunset Boulevard. And until then, we will see you absolutely, not just on the red carpet, but on the Academy Awards red carpet. And it will be glorious. Enjoy the show this weekend, people. We will be there. We'll talk to you. It's going to be awesome. Ah, I'm so excited. I know. Yay. All right. Take care. And folks, thank you for listening. And I'm a believer like a river wild. Eagle's a killer. Greed is a monster. But love is stronger. Stronger than them all. Who I thought can don't want to fight. No, I-